0: Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. I'm so excited to share with you this special two-part episode with one of my most favorite people, Linda Enno. Now, Linda is one of my precious clients, but more importantly, she is a an amazing woman. So let's go through her official bio and what you can expect to hear on today's episode. Remember, this is a special two-parter, so be sure to tune in for next week's episode because we are pulling back the curtain and walking you through a whole journey of what it has been like for Linda to build her online business after leaving behind her very successful job as a college professor. So, Dr. Linda Enno is a former college professor now, tourism consultant, and a marketing strategist. And as a passionate of cross-cultural understanding, her purpose is to make travel more accessible and enjoyable for families, specifically to the African continent. As a marketer, she helps busy women entrepreneurs with simple content strategies that allow them to create engaging social media content that converts, She's a wife and mom of four little kids, ages seven and under, and obsessed with tea, travel, and planning. So I want you to go ahead and connect with Linda over on Facebook. Links will be below in the show notes, but you can search for her at Linda Lello N O. And she has a free resource that I want you to grab as well, which is how to turn one simple Facebook post into 32-plus pieces of content And the link will be below in the show notes for you as well, as well as a free 365-day content calendar to grow, engage, and convert your audience every single day. So in this very first episode, you're going to find out about how Linda's background as that college professor actually helped her to discover her secret gift that she It was like hidden right under her nose and why some of the critical questions that she was asking herself, including, am I part of the problem, helped her understand and oversee a shift, a transformation in how she was developing her her content programs while she was a college professor and then how that helped her when she started to navigate her online business why her duty to live her purpose and her role modeling as a mother helped her to understand exactly what it was that she is meant to do in the world, and how she's been able to balance having not one successful business, but multiple, while still managing her roles as a devoted wife and busy mom of four. You're going to find out a little bit more about what it is actually work with a coach and a mentor we're, we're going into the nitty-gritty details of what her experience has been like and working with other mentors working with me her experience inside of some of the different programs that she has been part of and her journey and her evolution so this is raw it's real authentic and i hope that you have as much fun listening to this as we had actually talking about this in preparation for you. So remember, I want you to come back to part two with Linda. You're gonna hear all about her sales journey and the different types of offers that she has ended up creating and navigating in her online journey. And that will be coming up next week for you. And with that, let's dive right on in. Welcome Linda. This conversation has been a long time coming and I can't wait for everybody to, to hear your story. So as we go through, uh, maybe let's just start right at the very beginning, right? Like introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit more about what you do. I've read your formal bio, but take us back to how did Linda get started in an online business in the first place? Um, I know that you and I have talked a bit about your blogging background and that creative spirit even while you were going to school, you know, teaching as a professor. So walk us back through memory lane a little bit and, and help us connect the dots between what started back then and where you are now.
1: Yes, absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here, talking to you, talking to your audience. Uh, it's always fun to get together. So I just realized today that it's been about almost 10 years actually that I've started my online journey back in 2013 officially when I was just uh, married to my husband and I was unemployed and he was unemployed too and I was having those questions about okay what do I want to do with my life and the first thought for me was, okay, I want to talk about travel all day, every day. So I stood up one day after reading reached That Poor Dad. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing with my life? And I built my blog just in a few days. I just built it and started, just started writing and talking about travel and all of that. And so my love for travel started since I was a kid and has never left me. And so all the Oh, through the years in the past 10 years my business kind of shifted a little bit from going from that travel business to my content marketing business um I was I actually was really excited to be able to combine the two in some occasions like with, with retreats and things like that but I would say now my main Two areas, I'm going to say main because, you know, multi-purpose, multi, multi-passionate person. So it's, not, it's more than two, two pluses. Two plus businesses um, is content marketing and uh, consulting, tourism consulting. So, yeah, I love it.
0: Well, I well, and in case people didn't know or, or didn't catch it, um, you run two successful businesses on top of being a busy mom of... <laughs> Four. Four. Yes. Okay. Yes. And, yes, yes. and you and I have, have worked together, known each other since since before kids. Um, and so it's been, it's been quite the journey because you have built your business alongside your babies that now yeah. are a little bit older. It's so amazing to see both, you know, both your business babies and your real life children babies <laughs> um, kind of growing side by side
1: yeah yeah absolutely. Um I started this when I was so when I started my business, I didn't have i I just started my business and I had just started my teaching position. so teaching teaching, you know in academia, the work never stops basically and uh, and then after that, I had the first two kids boom boom, one after the other, and then Uh, two years later the twins came in so um, yeah right now um, they are the oldest is about to be eight so seven six and the twins are four
0: wow so twins okay (laughs) so really there is no excuse for somebody who is trying to get their business going. If you've heard any part of my story, um, you know, that I started my business when I was still overcoming a massive health issue. And while I'm very much, you know, healed, I I managed that. And so it's just like anything else, the things that are important to us, we make the time for, and I'm not saying that our, our children, our health are not important. I think it's extremely important. And that's why it's so important It's so critical that we build a business around our life, right? Because it's our life first and then everything else kind of fits around that. Absolutely. And I know sometimes it can feel the opposite. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh right? yeah, like, that you're almost like you're giving up your life in order to be able to do some of these other things, including have a, a business, including being a good parent or a good mother, and having a successful relationship, and having all these different components that you feel fulfilled by. So, w- walk us through because now you've had two businesses where mm-hmm. you had none. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. None. They're like just a few short years ago. So, yeah. what has the the process been like? And I find it really interesting because it's kind of full circle in adding on this tourism consulting piece. And I think sometimes people feel like I can't do what I love, or I have to um, put aside my dreams in order to pursue something that's going to make me more money. Or you know, I know that you've also done the formal education. So some of the things that people want to do and having to, you know, plan one path or one purpose or one calling. And I I want you to share a little bit how the journey has been, because I think one of the most beautiful things that I've been able to witness as your mentor, your coach is seeing your evolution and your ability to give yourself permission that you can shift and evolve and and that's scary right it's scary to not always know exactly what's going to unfold but to still know that that you're going to be okay no matter what and and to deliver and do whatever it takes in order to get that life that you desire so walk us through a little bit about how that's been and how did you know to like add, add on these pieces like how did you know to change from being a professor to now doing the uh, tourism blogging like you know talking about traveling to now going wait i have to do content marketing to wait now i'm adding on tourism consulting
1: yeah it, it was, and it's 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 a journey that was never a straight line it was not what it, it had highs and it has lows and i have to give you credit susan for allowing me to to be comfortable crafting my own path like you know, when you get into the online industry, <clears throat> it's new to everybody. Doesn't matter if you were a pilot, an engineer, a teacher, whatever you were before, it's different. So I just—you don't know where to fit. It's not like there's like, okay, you're assistant professor, you're here, you're your, your, your uh, associate professor, you're here. Like you know where you fit for every profession, but for that, for the online world, you really don't know where you fit. And so the first thing you do is that you do like everybody else. So you start what everybody started, or you do everything that everybody else is doing, without even questioning if this is really something that you like. At first, you just do what everybody is doing, and then, and only then, <laughs> I mean, it can. It, it took me a while for me to really decide and say, you know what, I don't like it that way, and I'm going to do it this way, my way, because that's the way that I like. And it took me years to do that, and. So for me, when I was in academia, I was that professor who would teach, but also motivate the students. Like, I really wanted my students to know that they could do anything that they wanted. Like, during tests and exams, I would pass chocolate bars and with little notes saying, you're not defined by this grade. Have a great summer. Like,
0: just relax.
1: It's fine. Like... I didn't want them to be so focused on the grade. And I will never forget there was a day um, I would drive an hour and a half each way to work because my university was in another town. And right before I got to class, I just cried in the car because that day was the day where we had to review for the test. First of all, I hate exam reviews because for me, it's like, just study everything and then (laughs) get ready. And I didn't want to do it. So I cried in the car and I'm like, Am I part of the problem? Wow. And so I went to class and I said to them, here's the thing, guys. We don't have to do this test. It will be perfectly OK if we don't do the test. Just We don't have to do the test just for the t- sake of taking the test. So half the class is panicking, like, oh, my gosh, I studied for it. Where are you going? And the other the other part of the class is like, oh, yeah, that would be great because I'm exhausted. So in the end, we still did the test and everything because, you know, <laughs> that's how it is. But but that was my breakthrough moment. There were little incidents here and there of, okay, you know what? I'm motivating my students, to tell them to live their lives. Some of them, I'm like, oh, what do you want to do? And they're like, oh, I want to be a firefighter. And I'm like, so what are you here? You know, I mean, in my head, I'm like, why are you here? And so I couldn't, so I was balancing my business on the side and balancing the work that I was doing as a professor and I knew that as a professor I couldn't go beyond a certain stage or certain I I had certain parameters about what I had to teach nothing else but in my business there was no limits. I could reach out to anybody. I could talk about anything I wanted. There were no barriers, right? And although I love teaching and I love my, my job and all of that, I felt very constrained. And I felt like I was teaching them to live their full life and I wasn't living my full life. So it came a time when I was like, I had a conversation with my husband and all of that. And we said, okay, you know what? It is what it is. I'm gonna leave academia and focus on the business full-time. And that's what I did. And it was extremely hard, extremely, extremely hard because again, I wasn't, it wasn't like I was already making that money yet. It's just that I just couldn't stand anymore. So I had to go. It was too much for me. And so, but, you know, work, guidance, coaching, you know, one of the things that about me is that I'm very positive, <laughs> maybe too too positive sometimes, but I'm very positive. So I'm like, okay, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. So I always believed it was going to be fine. Um, even in the pit, I was like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And it was fine in the end. It was fine. It, and it was a a full circle kind of moment, like a year anniversary after I left my job. That's when I actually made... Uh, more than than what I was making in academia. And to me, it validated the decision that I made. That, you know, yes, it was tough, but at the end of the day, it was my duty was to leave my purpose. So that's how I transitioned from academia to to um to my coaching business. And the thing is that I wasn't even I didn't even go straight into content marketing. I went into goal setting actually stop i'm lying i went into i went into travel coaching sorry see so many twists and turns i went into travel coaching or what i was calling my right. travel coaching because i wanted to help moms to travel with their toddlers and then nobody wanted it and it crushed me it crushed me to the bones and i was like oh my gosh i left my job to do this and nobody wants it and and so i was like okay let me do what i do best i'm really great at planning stuff so i'm okay goal setting i plan my my job exit and everything i can tell other people how to do it so that's what i did it worked pretty well first clients came in into that into that and all of that and then i was very very consistent online and people were like huh how do you plan all this content and you're always there always showing up and you always have all these kinds of content I'm like, I don't know. This is what I do, and I show them like pictures of my, you know, boards, like pen and paper boards, and they're like, "We want that. This is what we want." And I'm like, "Okay." (laughs) So, what I've been doing for the past, I think it's been four years now. It's playing with calendars. It's fun. It's extremely fun to me because it's something that comes. It's very easy. It's pen, paper, color, pens, and deciding on what kind of content to create and when to share it and why. And it's like a puzzle. And who doesn't like puzzles? So it's been a really, really fun journey.
0: I love it. Well, and I, you know, I just connected the dots right here as you were talking, Linda, because I mean, with your background in academia and being a professor and let's face it, the, mm-hmm. that's a lot more labor intensive than what you're doing. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not belittling what we do, no shade right. on, on your game right now. Cause obviously, mm-hmm. I mean, your hands are much fuller than they were when you were a professor. Yeah. But in terms of the intensity of the work, right? And in, in terms of the imposition of like, yep. there is a parameter and guidelines and curriculum and yeah. you know submissions, not just from your students but also what you would need to submit to administration and keeping on top of different changes and and things in order to qualify for, you know, grants and funding and all that kind of stuff that happens within that that business world, that a lot of the systems that you have created for yourself would have been things that you started way back when in your career, right, in a different format. But I'm sure if you go back, you're like, yeah, I had calendar and pretty pens and paper and color coding yep. back then in order to make sure that I graded all the papers and did the exams on time like I was prepared and I had absolutely. all of the things that I needed to get done too
1: absolutely it's it, it's things that were second nature for me just like creating a course well I built curriculum that's what <laughs> we did we taught courses and decided okay what are we teaching now and then next month and by the end of the semester you need to know this this and that so that's the exact same thing that you do, but in a different context, and you don't have the administration like checking right. on you or things like that. It's it's just you and deciding on on what you want to teach and how you want to teach it. So it's a it's it's a beautiful thing. It's a it's 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 really really enjoyable.
0: I love it. Well, and I mean, when I think even for my own self in my career, uh, yes, I was in. Uh, like high profile finance working for a for global 300 working in non-traditional sales but because I was a leader and because I'm very systems and process oriented and very analytical kind of strategic brain I, I trained most of our market like I, tra- yeah. <laughs> I was the lead trainer rolling out things because I had a systematic way of being able to do things so that it was really simple and easy for hundreds like hundreds of hundreds, thousands of people that would all do the same thing, right? And so there comes these threads. And I love that, you know, through our conversation even right now, I hope that you listening are thinking, well, gosh, I am multi-passionate. Like, I feel like I'm just turning and turning and turning. And I think sometimes we have this awakening, especially right now, there is such an uprising with all the things that continue to happen in the world, right, the macro environment around us that it can feel like you're almost a victim to what's going on instead of being a victor, right? Being the creator of your own destiny. And I, I know that you very much ascribe to the fact that um, you, get to, you get to do whatever you want and that's you know what you're teaching your children as am I. And I think being able to live as an example, are we perfect yet? No, but being able to give yourself permission that, where are the commonalities? Where are the things that life should come easy? Like life should not be hard. Do we still have to do hard work? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, you don't just get to wake up one day and be like, okay, all my content's created. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You built the system, (laughs) right? right? You have to work the system. So you do it, but because you have these frameworks and these methodologies and your own systematic way of doing this, that you help your clients with and you walk your talk and you uh, live your life the same as, as you want your clients to do, you lead by example too. Right. And these are things that have come really, really easily to you. And so I, I want everybody, if you're listening right now and you're thinking like, it is so hard. Life does not need to be this hard sister. It literally can be as simple as what you just described that, You had a passion, right? I think this is where sometimes we get really stuck because so many people are like, follow your dreams, follow your passion, Mm -hmm. do what you love. And sometimes the things that we love, we don't even realize that they give us so much joy because we take it for granted, right? Like what you had just shared. Do You love opening up new office supplies. So do I, right? (laughs) We do, but at, at the same time, it wasn't something that you thought probably, you know, four or five years ago, right? Mm-hmm. I could build a whole business around this, right? Right. Yeah. And so you were trying to make it into this huge thing. Like, oh my gosh, I went and I, I learned all about this and you still have a desire for traveling, but your audience, I love the fact that, uh, and I want, I want everybody to hear this. I, I want you to open your ears up and just listen that you don't have to have it figured out right away. But if your market is giving you clues, like you struggled for a year and you'd already taken the leap, (laughs) right? (laughs) Because you are very positive and you're like, I'm going to make this work no matter what. And it wasn't for lack of trying. You were doing all the right things. You were taking off all the boxes of, okay, Susan, I've done this, I've done this, and I've done this. and, And yet it still wasn't working. Right. And there was nothing inherently wrong with you or your uh, idea or even the framework and the structures of what you are doing. Is that the combination just wasn't appropriate? Yeah. It wasn't what your market wanted. And so exactly. you were kind of just throwing on all this stuff. And I just remember at the very beginning of my business, um, and I shared a little bit during my episode with Lee Min because she's the one that kind of just gave me a smack, a smack upside the face and said. Listen, (laughs) you're walking past the immediate thing that you know you could be helping people with right now, and it was because I was going through this whole health journey that I thought I'm going to help people with chronic pain overcome because I had already experienced such freedom from the suffering, Mm -hmm. and I was no longer trapped in like the fear of what if what if this happens? And what if this happens? What if this happens? And I wanted to share that experience. Well, similarly to you, I was talking to my, (laughs) my audience of, I have chronic pain. And I know that I know that right now you may be listening, and you actually may be dealing with an autoimmune disorder, or a chronic illness, or some other health issue that you have, either overcome, or you're still very much in the throes of managing. And that's, you know, my story has connected you and I. Um, That's a little bit different. When I was going into these communities of of folks who I thought, you want to change your life, you don't want to be with chronic pain anymore. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. No, they, what kind of medication and what, you know, what's your dosage. And so they were really just looking at the band-aids of, of, of life, as opposed to going a little bit deeper. Yeah. And I have no judgment because I, I very much have said that for wherever you are in your journey, you kind of need to do what's appropriate. And I love the fact that you were able to do that, Linda, right. And, and just recognize, because I think so many people, I mean, that's the statistics are what they are more than 50% of small business owners fail within the first three years, Yeah, right? And I think sometimes we, our hearts and our desires to help people where we can go, but why don't you want this thing, right? right. Like, why don't you want to be able to travel with your kids? Like, it's, <laughs> it's so amazing that those moms are thinking, I can barely get like out the door to a play date, let alone halfway across the country or overseas. Exactly, man, yeah that that's so true and, and what
1: I wanted to add about um, the things that we take for granted is that sometimes it's the simplest thing and I struggle with that Susan will tell you I struggle with that on our sales on our coaching calls because I would say well I want to do this and this and this and she would say but why don't you just did your you know she would, Susan would tell me but did your audience ask for this and I'm like no And then she'll say, so why do you want to give them all of this? Just give them the simple thing they ask you for. And I'll be like, but that's just too easy. And Susan will be like, well, that's what they ask for. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be a whole complicated thing. What comes easy to you is hard for other people. And it took me a while to understand it because to me, it was like, I'm just playing with calendars. This is what I do for my everyday life for, if I plan a trip, okay, what am I, I mean, I'm traveling next week, already have my batching cooking meals that I'm going to leave for the kids and and my husband. This is how I operate, but that's, it's not second nature for a lot of people who need um, my help. So things that come easily to you, you know, might be exactly the thing that other people will pay for. So,
0: yeah. Exactly. Right. So tell us a little bit about I love, I love that you had shared, you know, earlier that you had this aha moment, right? That it was your duty to live out your purpose. And I think sometimes that we get so stuck on my purpose is only one thing, right? Like, especially as, as mothers, I think, at least for me, what, you know, once kids came into the picture, things didn't all of a sudden shift, but I would say more so with my daughter, who's my youngest, that all of a sudden there was this like oh, it it felt like life needed to be bigger in some ways, right? That there was more responsibility or role Mm -hmm. modeling required. And am I, if I'm teaching my kids this, am I truly living this out for myself? And I think sometimes we, we put so much weight and burden and responsibility on the meaning of purpose that trying Mm -hmm. to find it, trying to live it, trying to be aligned to it can be, so big, like so weighty that it almost prevents us from being able to to walk and live in your purpose. And so tell us a little bit about how you've been able to navigate, because I mean, obviously a lot of the systems and frameworks that you use in your content marketing business has allowed you the freedom of being able to add on uh, another whole business that like literally you open the doors and boom, there there comes a client. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so walk us through because you and I were working together at the time where you decided enough is enough. <laughs> yeah. but I talked about it for long enough. The stars are aligning. I see the signs. I see the divine guidance and I need to take the leap of faith. So talk talk to us a little bit about how did that maybe conflict or not because i'm i'm not sure what your thought process was when this opportunity or this desire came up you already have a successful business mm-hmm. so how did you navigate you know doing two things yeah and what was what was the process like
1: it was a long process it took it was over a year because I knew that I liked what I was doing with content marketing, but I also knew that I had left my first law for travel back a few years ago. I I dropped it and I said, I'll I'll come back for you at some point. It was always in the back of my mind. And I had certain instances uh, throughout the years where I brought it back out when I was going to conferences or when I hosted my retreat to Morocco. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Will come back and then I'm like, okay, I'll put you back in the in the back. I'll come back for you, and so it was always in the back. And in f- this past year, I realized that the content marketing is great. It pays the bills. It I love it. I have amazing clients, and it's fun. It's easy and simple to me. Um, and at the same time, I had to realize talking about purpose that purpose is not just one thing. Mm. I can leave my purpose by doing several things and it like i it's just like saying overall my purpose is to help moms make their life easier okay so i can do that through their businesses with content marketing and i can do that through travel or i can do that with so it's still leaving my purpose but it looks differently in different ways so i can still live my purchase my purpose through different avenues and once i realized that I, I was like oh yeah it's not because for a lot of people who are and that's something that i, I struggle with for a long time because i'm like oh i'm not a painter i don't can't paint oh i can't sing i can't so it's you know there are some people who are like they're gifted and it's it's shown it's out they can sing but for me, it's like okay, I can't play sports, but okay, I'm 42, <laughs> I'm not gonna go play, you know. So it's like okay, what is my gift? Okay, I'm an introvert. What is my gift? i um, you know. So there, and it doesn't have to look like one thing. And you put it on a poster, and then that's it. Everybody knows what it is. It can be seen through different things.
0: Mm.
1: I can't exercise my gift when I serve at church on Sundays. I can exercise my gift when I when I travel with my family, because I planned the whole thing, when I'm with my friends, or I can exercise it in different ways. And it brings me so much joy that it doesn't have to look one way. And once I realized that I was like, you know what, I don't, why do I have to wait? This was in the back of my mind, because it's actually something that I grew up with. Growing up not that we traveled a lot, but I grew up in a multicultural environment. French is my first language, then Spanish, then English, and Arabic. So I always knew I wanted to see the world. Yeah. I didn't know how it was going to look like, but I just I just knew it. And then, to me, and then starting my blog, it wasn't to make money that I started my blog ten years ago. It was to talk about travel, the thought of traveling, right? Love it and to share your story. love of it, right? Yeah, I mean I could I'm an introvert, but I can talk about travel all day long, right? So to me, it was it was really about not having to cancel something in order to make room for travel, but it's to say, you know what? They look different, but I'm serving two different people and I'm still doing what I'm supposed to do. It's still my it's my duty here on earth. It's my it's my job. This is what I'm supposed to do, right? but I'm helping different people with different needs. And so that transition was brutal because that process of understanding and realizing and fighting, yes and no, but this and but the bills and but this and but, but okay, and this and it's, but um, I'm so glad that First of all, I have my husband who is extremely supportive, who believes in me more than I do sometimes, and and you as well. Having you there and say, you know what, do what you want. What is but what is God telling you to do right now, right? So it was very. The thing is that uh, the most important thing at the end of the process is that is peace. Mm. Having so much peace in you, knowing that it's not just a Oh, it's gonna be fine type thing. It's knowing deep down, it's okay. I don't have to know exactly how it's gonna look like. I'm, I know I'm at peace with it. This
0: is what I'm supposed to do. So
1: I love it. Well, it.
0: And I love the fact that you it the journey to get to this realization so that you were open to the opportunity because you wrestled you wrestled it with it. Like oh, literally yeah. it was like oh yeah you know over the period of a year uh it was should i do this should i should i and i always say and i and if you're listening right now like are you making a decision from a place of fear or from a place of faith and i don't care what your belief system is but i i firmly believe that if you believe in yourself and what you're doing to such a degree that just like linda had shared right it's your duty it's your purpose it is why you are alive on the earth whatever that thing is and it doesn't necessarily have to be the specific thing that you're doing in your business i love how you explain this for everybody linda because for me that's i mean my mission that's my purpose right is i want to see more female millionaires in the world and really if i was to expand even bigger it would be female billionaires because okay. with more money comes more power more choices and more opportunities not just for us But for our children, our communities, the world at large, and I have always said, right from the time I was a little wee girl, that if women ran the world, we would live in a very different world, and it would be much better for it. And we're not there yet. We're not there yet. But when we look at so many many of these countries that have strong female leadership, they're run very differently. Oh, yeah. Right? The outcomes of their territory and the and the actual land and the people within the land are Mm -hmm. just so much different and I I pray for a day that whether it's me or my children or my children's children that there will be a day where the majority of of the decisions made and the power that's held is in the hands of women Uh, not because we're better but because we just operate differently and I think it's time mm-hmm. for a shift. And that's yeah. what money for me means. And so whether it's through any of my different programs or services or just through my free content, I hope that I empower you, whether you are a man or a woman, to understand that together we need to have more money in the world in the hands of people who do good so that we can continue to share and empower one another as opposed to feeling disempowered because we don't have choices and we don't have the availability to bust through those limits and to bust through sometimes self-imposed ceilings, right, limitations and belief systems that no longer valid in today's world and to be able to move through it. And I love the fact that you have been able to navigate this so elegantly, although I'm sure at the time you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, it was anything but, in the messy middle, it always feels very messy, right? And I know it's a process and it's a journey. So tell us a little bit about what it's been like now that you are, you know, you're on the other side, you you now are the CEO of not one, but two successful businesses, plus a, a, a couple of side (laughs) hustles because you are multi-passionate. You have other product businesses too. So Linda actually has multiple businesses and they all make money, right? That's what is possible when you operate from that place of peace, from a place of knowing, from being fulfilled in your purpose. And yes, money is important. Obviously you're all here because we're talking about mastering the sales game. Um, And we will get to that in in terms of having Linda kind of define what that's been like or looks like for her. But I would love for you to just share because you've been through, gosh, I think you've pretty much worked with me in just about every single capacity that I have available um, because (laughs) right, because it it took you a year of sometimes people need to struggle. So I'm going to just share one thing because you and I have been in each other's lives since before my business actually was a real business. Right. And um, because I'm very grateful we were all together in a community, you, myself, Lee Min and, and some other amazing, beautiful beings. And that year of struggle. I stood and was a witness to that, not because we were actively working in any sort of mentorship capacity, but because I just deeply cared for you. But at the time, you know, I made the offer of maybe I could help. And you're like, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I, I got, I got it covered. I'm, I'm taking this other program, mm-hmm. Susan, right? Like we were all in that same, pro- we're taking this other program. I'm going to work the program, make sure that I, I've, I've, I've no stone unturned. I don't think <laughs> I've fully utilized it yet. So before I go jump ship and do another new thing, let me just hunker down and do this thing. And so that year of struggle was a year of growth and opportunity because sometimes we as much as we want it for our clients like i want it deeply because i was like but if you would just let me help you i know that yeah. it, you would it would stop yeah i know <laughs> but, right but you need but you needed that year right Yeah. to then come and start i think we started with create your ears as a small offer um i think it was yeah. the first time that we started working get- together and that was when it it clicked and you were like Susan, somebody, somebody actually bought something from me, right? <laughs> and, it was, and it was so easy. It was so easy. Like, why? Why have I made it so hard? So, you know, walk us through, like, what has been the experience? Because you have struggled, then you got like, Oh, my gosh, it's working. And that's not to say it's been like straight line all the way through, like, mm-hmm. easy peasy, lemon squeezy, because right. it's life. But you just shared right before we got on that, cause we just finished up um, Accelerator together, which is a completely different experience. So yes. talk us a little bit through, you know, what it's been like to work with me in the different capacities and what you've found to be the most helpful um, that might help somebody else who, who's listening right now and trying to figure out where to navigate in their journey.
1: Yeah. And ask me if I actually finished that program. I did. <laughs> I did. You got a result, that. you got something. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't finish that program, but um, you're right. You have to to go through the mud to understand the value of clean water because it's uh, it. You know, when you look back now, you don't see what you don't see. You don't know what you don't know, and it takes somebody on the outside to realize that you're actually in the mud and that you're getting deeper into it. And mm-hmm. so working together has been extremely beneficial in probably more ways than you think. Because yes, I, you and I are very strategic brain. Like we like the A, B, C, tell me what to do. It doesn't have to be fancy. Just put it on a Google sheet. It's done. As long as it works, let's just do it. And, and that's one thing that really... Uh, attracted me to to you your programs and and your style of working is like it's very boom 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 let's do it and that's it and so knowing that I was going to get that the strategy that to me was what I wanted tell me what to do and I'll do it I'm a good student like tell me what to do I'll do it we go and tell me this I'll do it and I'll come back and you tell me what to do next so that was the first thing the second thing is to have support because <laughs> you would sometimes be the one chasing me like hey i haven't forgotten about this um follow up stop hiding like you know when we hide you you know for some reason you just know when we're hiding and and that's sometimes what we do is I, I, you know like when things are not going our way when we forget or we get overwhelmed or we get distracted with other shiny objects because there's so- Many things in the online world that you can do, right? You hear about this program, then this program, then oh, why don't I do this? And at the beginning, this is what I, I, I was signing up for all the programs. Oh, why don't I do this? Oh, why don't I do workshops? Oh, how, why don't I do this? And and focus, like helping me to stay focused on the things that I need to do and the things that were important right now. It doesn't have to be building your business. I mean, building your website. Sorry, it doesn't have to be fancy, shiny stuff. At the end of the day, what did you do today that helped you with the bottom line? If, it, if you didn't do that thing, you got to try tomorrow, right? So having the support um, throughout those, those programs, that's why I was signing up to the next one, because I'm like, okay, the support never ends. Even if the strategy you implement, and then that's it, you're good. The support, you always need the support. And because when you decide to implement a new strategy you need feedback you need to review ideas you need and I was thinking about that this morning is like sometimes you know what to do but you don't realize that there's an easier way to do it maybe Mm -hmm. you overcomplicate things like I'm a planner so I'm going to do 30,000 lists to get me to plan to to roam 30,000 routes but Susan is going to come and be like oh, uh, why don't you just take that one route that's going to take you straight there? And I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, you're right, All right? So having that simplicity and that having that clarity has been such a time saver because I tend to overthink, right? And specifically with the accel- the accelerator that I was just in, that was... It was another level of support because I had one on one support as well. And knowing that, you know, sometimes when you're in programs and you're like, you don't want to bother the person, like you feel like you're asking too many questions, or if you're the only person posting in the Facebook group and you're like, nobody else is asking questions, I'm not going to ask questions. But it's access, having that access. And it doesn't even have to be business. It's just to say, hey, Susan, I feel really down right now. Okay. It's not the, Okay, I'll just pray for you and see you later. No, it's okay. Let's explore this right now. And then you realize that, okay, what is really behind this? Is it that you're hiding behind a fear? Are you hiding, the, you know? And that has done so much for me, not only for my business, but also for my personal life wow. and also my faith life, because there are things that I remember that you said that I'm like, okay. Let me explore it that way or let me pray about it first or you know things like that that go beyond the scope of what anybody would get in any other you know business program and so for me that was extremely
0: extremely valuable to me wow I'm so grateful right because I think in any relationship in any opportunity for growth it it only works when It's just like any relationship, right? Like you, you with your kids or you with your husband, uh, as much as you tell them what to do, (laughs) if they're Mm. they're not willing and able, uh, they, you know, dig in their heels, then you're going to be really frustrated. And so I just honor the fact that you came to the table willing to dismantle some of these preconceived notions and these things because i think sometimes it's more it's less about learning and it's more okay. about unlearning right yes. unlearning these habits and these routines that don't serve okay. us and even identities of cuz i know that in, in in the past and even maybe even through my own words to you that you've heard in the past that you you can't do multiple things And you very much can, I mean, obviously you are successful. You're making money with not just one, not just two, but multiple businesses. We're we're focusing on two for today, right? Because I think it's really important that when you're listening to this, you can see that because she was able to go and and live out the dream and not overcomplicate it. Like you pick the thing that you didn't even think was going to be a business content marketing, like, wow, I mean, this is so I've done this my entire, you mean, I get to play with, with the thing that I already do every day and get paid for it instead and just teach other people? Yes, ma'am. That's how simple it can be. And once that started to go into place, now we're focusing on automating a lot of the things that are taking some some time and effort, because we need to redirect those energies and redirect those resources in a way that because you're The world is opening up and you want to go and travel because that, I mean, that's actually a love, right? Like we didn't, we didn't start talking about this because you don't love traveling and it suddenly just stopped. You love traveling. It's where your heart has lied and you get to share those experiences with your kids, but you don't all of a sudden, you know, hit the brake pedal On your business because your business requires you to be there twenty four seven. We've implemented a lot of different components, everything from restructuring your offers, right, including higher end VIP sessions Mm -hmm. uh, versus selling really low cost offerings. (laughs) (laughs) We might have to have you come back, Linda, right, to talk about like all the different things that you've tried and, and why it's so important that people give themselves. The opportunity to sell how they want right yeah. and, w- and what that's been like um because we we can i mean there's so much to unpack here right so i think we definitely should do a, a part two so stay tuned because i think it might be helpful because i just realized like you had this whole journey of trying different offers yep. different styles um and different price, point. price points Yep. <laughs> uh, different lengths of time and and really struggled with uh, okay if I give them more time I need to get the charge you know more money or vice versa and and really devaluing and underestimating like what it would take energetically we we've mentioned that you're an introvert as am I and a lot of you right now you might be thinking I am too but let's be clear introversion does not mean that you are not wanting to be around people it just means that your energy gets drained the more that you're with other people, right? As opposed to extroverts who it's like a battery pack. And then all of a sudden, like you're in a room full of people. And it's like, Ooh, charge me up. I'm ready to go. Uh, Versus the, Oh, I'm getting drained. And it's like your iPhone battery and all of a sudden it's, it's dead. So I love that you have been able to honor yourself to be coachable and to be willing to, to, you know, step up for yourself, right? Because I think that's, that's a scary thing. It's a scary okay. thing to come to a realization that you want to try something different, that you're not quite sure what that different might look like, to leave yourself open as opposed to like trying to find answers right away. Oh, yeah. And when opportunities come where you have to like peel it back, And, and dig and get into the dirty a little bit that you're willing to do that and not run uh, and be triggered. Cause I think so often our natural response is, oh, I'm triggered. And now this is all mindset. This is all mindset. And it's like, well, it could be mindset, but it it could actually just be like, logistically, you have to restructure your home calendar, right? That's right. That's right. You have to ask for your husband to be available for these blocks of time so that you have the mental bandwidth to physically do what you want to do. And there definitely are mindset and or faith set, as I will say, right, because I think sometimes we we come in with a certain belief um, that comes from our faith or our foundations. And we have to challenge some of those as well and see, do those still serve me? Do those align to the truth of what it is that I'm being called into and that next level of vision uh, of my life and that elevation so this has been just such an, an honor to have you um, you have some free gifts for us mm-hmm, yes. right because as we as we shared so Linda has four children at what point she had four under four yeah. while she was building <laughs> her business successfully making money, traveling the world and speaking, uh, attending, having fun, And so in case you're thinking, how in the world does she do it? Here's something that can help you. So share with us your your free gifts, uh, which we will link up in the show notes below for you. And then where can people find out a little bit more about um, either way, right? Because right now you may be thinking, yeah, I need some help with content marketing. And then you may also be connected to somebody that needs Linda's help for her tourism consulting services. So tell us a little bit about uh, what that looks like, because I think you never know, six degrees of separation of Kevin Bacon. Mm -hmm. Somebody out there might be like, they need Linda. And and that's how it all works, right?
1: Absolutely. So Facebook is my happy place. This is where you can find me, uh, Linda Lelo Eno. So L-E-L-O-E-N-O-H. That's where you find me. I have a Facebook group as well if you want more support for your content marketing. For the tourism consulting side, more on LinkedIn. And on Instagram, I mostly play... uh, instagram (laughs) i like to see travel pictures on instagram that's that's what i'm there for to be honest um and so i have some gifts for you guys so if you are having a hard time coming up with ideas i have a 365 day content calendar so an idea per day for the rest of the year so that's going to be linked up as well and also one of the ways that i can save time because as you know i am busy. Is to repurpose my content. So I have also a free resource where I show you how to turn one simple Facebook post into 32 plus pieces of content. So that's going to be uh, available as
0: well for you guys. Amazing! Um, before we go, Linda, um, share with us what has it been like to master your sales game? Because I mean, everybody plays a different game, right? And so. Yes. We're here because we want to master sales. We understand the importance of selling for our businesses, for our livelihood, right? And the thing that we want to do most, which is to help clients, but we need to be able to have them pay us in order to do that uh, as best as we possibly can. So if you could share your thoughts as we, and anything else that you want to part us with, uh, what has it been like to master your sales game and anything that you wanted to share around that?
1: Mastering my sales game is really about being confident in the offers that I make, confident that make me feel good and that I know will help my audience and selling in the way that I like to sell. So it doesn't have to be the way that other people sell, it's the way that Melinda
0: likes to sell. That's how it is for me. I love it. I love it. And I always say there is a million different ways to sell and there is no one way to do it so if you're being taught it's this way or the highway you probably should find somebody else and that's why even in the broad world of sales, we could be here all day long, dissecting all kinds of strategies and and different people and being able to learn from them. And I'm constantly learning from others, including my students, including my clients, just like you, Linda. And I am just so honored to be part of your journey to celebrate even a small piece of your wins with you, because you have been an amazing and amazing client. Um, I know that you are going to just continue to do what you are put on the earth to do with your God given talents. And it has just been such a pleasure, a blessing. Um, guys, make sure that you grab her free resources below because this is her secret sauce. And so, if you're yeah. wondering, how does a busy mama four with two plus successful businesses travel the world, speak, and <laughs> we didn't even get to this part actually <laughs> planning to move abroad? On top to of on that, it, actually, right? I'll tell you. you on to top ministry. of that, <laughs> she makes time for what's important, and she has a system. She follows the system. Grab her system; it works like gangbusters. It is amazing, and I know that it will help you if you are struggling in any part of your content marketing and you want a strategic way to be able to do this. Uh, I Highly, highly recommend that you grab her free resource and start following her on Facebook, join her Facebook group. Linda, I want to just thank you again from the bottom of my heart for being here as a guest today. We will definitely have you back on because I know that this is is a popular topic, content marketing, and we'll dive in a little bit deeper about the nitty gritties as well as the journey of Mm -hmm. different types of offers and price points and you know how you've kind of found your groove for how you want to sell because I know that that journey has been an evolution and as much as again I can lead you to water but you have to come to that realization for yourself of what it is that you want to do too right and give yourself permission to do so so um, we will definitely have you back for part two of this amazing conversation. So, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you, Susan. Oh my gosh, wasn't that such an amazing episode? This was no holds barred. And really, I'm so, so grateful that Linda took the time to really dive in and be honest. And we had such an amazing time with this conversation talking about what it's like to be a multi-passionate visionary and what it's like to live your life as an example for yourself, for your clients, for your children, for your communities, and to create the kind of impact that you desire to truly see in the world, but to give yourself permission that it's okay to try new things and it's okay to not always know exactly what it is that you want and to still be walking the walk and talking the talk, and as Linda says, to go through the mud to see the value of the clean water and to get help when you need to, so that somebody else can allow you to see when you're going too deep into the mud and you need to climb out to the other side. So, as Linda has shared, you know, we all have a duty to live out our purpose. And I hope today's episode inspires you that if you are like Linda and you are a multi-passionate visionary, that you do not have to limit your opportunities whatsoever. In fact, give yourself the space and the grace to go after your own dreams, to go after your own desires, and to really dive into what it means to live out your life and live out your purpose and live out your calling. So... Remember, part two is happening next week. I want you to (laughs) dial that in on your calendar and make sure that you don't miss part two because we're going to be diving in all about Linda's various offers that she's tried, the sales strategies, what's worked, what's not worked, the different price points. So if you are curious about what she has sold and how she's been able to maintain her success over the years and how she's been able to marry all the different interests that she's had, um, you're going to want to stay tuned. So as a reminder, you're, if you would like to stay connected to Linda, and who wouldn't, I want you to go and seek her out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Linda Lello L-E-L-O-E-N-O-H. Link will be below in the show notes for you. And I want you to grab one or both of her amazing resources that she is sharing with us. So the first one is how to turn one simple Facebook post into 32 plus pieces of content. And you can download her free resource at the tinyurl.com forward slash one 232 video. Again, the link will be below in the show notes for you. Or her free 365-day content calendar to grow, engage, and convert your audience every single day. And you can grab that at bit.ly slash 365daycontentcalendar. And again, the link will be below for you. Can't wait for you to, to listen to part two. Be sure to subscribe, review, so that other people can hear Linda's amazing story and tag us over on instagram at susan mcfey with your key takeaways i'd love to give you a shout out on an upcoming episode as well thanks so much and we will talk to you very soon thanks so much for listening to this episode be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so i know how best to serve you if you're enjoying this show don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up see you next time